Welcome to episode 91 of KapowCast. We got it going. <laughs> it's our new slogan. <laughs> KapowCast. We got we it. We got it, it going. Got it going. I am Mike. Joining me today uh, from the Jean-Paul Van Damme cast, Jeff Jefferson. Hey, guys. I said that flawlessly and not even thinking about it. Yeah. You're getting good. You're better at it than I am now. Are you intoxicated when you do the reviews for that? Yes. Intoxicated on uh, the pheromones. From Jean-Claude Van Damme's body. The sweat? Yes. The, the perspiration? <laughs> you can only sweat like that when you're doing the splits. Um, not too too huge of a show today. Uh, we're going to be doing a couple discussions on stuff that was revealed at uh, D23 last week. Um, but before that, we'll get into some news. But before that, Jeff, how are you? I'm well. What, you, you. what have you been up to? I got an apartment. In the sky? Yes. Deluxe. Deluxe in the sky? <laughs> no couch yet, so I just... Uh, I'll see what I can do for I you. I stand. I stand around and I watch television. I picture you standing like in your underwear with a bowl of cereal <laughs> watching Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. Yeah. At an angle, like I'm in a WWE program or something, watching a promo from a television. Oh, yeah. How they would stand yeah. like... <laughs> just stand there just watching Just so the it. camera can get in there and see... <laughs> But there's no camera back there. They don't know. No, it's yeah. It's weird how they don't know that. It's, it's bizarre. <laughs> um, I went and saw uh, Baby Driver last night. Is that a metal band? It's uh, no, it's an Edgar Wright movie. Oh, okay. Has uh, uh, who's all in it? Uh, John Hamm, uh, Jamie Fox. What's it about? Uh, I Kevin Spacey. I've heard the it's, name. <clears throat> it's can- about a. Uh, the main character, I can't think of the actor's name, but he's a younger kid and he's like a getaway driver and he's like really, really good at driving. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. It was pretty enjoyable. You it liked was, it? It was a, it was a tense movie, which means you were, which means we were involved emotionally invested. That's good. And we enjoyed it. Um, no falling asleep. No, it was weird though. I realized just how fucked up my mind is because I have no problem, like, watching these comic book movies and just, like, the most ridiculous shit happens, and I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> and then in this movie, like, uh, in the beginning, maybe spoiler warnings, probably not, though, but in the beginning, uh, you're, they're doing a getaway chase, and they're on, like, the freeway, and the cops go to, like, throw out that, uh, whatever it's called. Spike with the spikes. strip? Yeah, yeah, the spike strips. And as it's going out, he, like, f- turns the car where the car, like, hits the end of it, like, not the spikes, but just hits the end of it, and it flips the spike strip around, and the cops <laughs> end up running over it. And it was, like, one of the most ridiculous things I'd ever seen, and I was like, oh, come on now. And then I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I have no problem with... A man making a suit in a cave with a box of scraps. Yeah. But that just... That, <laughs> that sounds like something that you'd see in a Fast and the Furious movie. Probably. <laughs> This was probably, yeah, it was like a good Fast and Furious movie. I also saw War of the Planet of the Apes, too. You enjoyed that. I saw that. I did. I, I think it might be my least favorite of the trilogy. Yeah. Because I would say War for the Planet of the Apes is a misguided title. Yeah. It's not... you. If you have a movie called War of something... You imagine a war. A huge war happening. It's not like that at all. It's very uh, dramatic. Okay. And... uh it's a, it's a Does fitting... Caesar scream no? Caesar talks a lot. <laughs> From when I was a little boy chimp, I always said to myself, humanity could not be trusted. 
Uh, Woody Harrelson's absolutely fantastic in any. He always plays such a great, crazy person. Is but, he like a macrobiotic gorilla? No. Uh, Stephanie pointed out to me that it's because Woody Harrelson is, in fact, insane. Yeah, he's a crazy person. He's really he's uh, not really acting <laughs> at all. But it's a, it's a. I mean, if you were invested in the other two movies and you want to see how this story ends, so it comes to a conclusion. Uh yes, I would say. Uh, without getting into spoiler territory, it comes to a conclusion, but there is room if they wanted to do like another, a separate trilogy. Like a uh, Planet of the Seahorses? Like a Planet of the Seahorses. I would watch that. Or um, Planet of the Dogs. I'd watch that. They don't have, Stephanie pointed out to me they don't have thumbs though. So well, that might be, be a, that might end quickly. To be fair, uh, primates don't have opposable thumbs. True. They just have like thumbs that are like too far back to really do anything successfully with. And that didn't stop Caesar from. Oh, that's true. Oh, you could have a planet of the anteaters or sloths. They have like those grippy hands. Oh, sloths, man. <laughs> it's, a, it's a slow burn, but once that movie gets going. <laughs> but um, um, so anyway, uh, there was some news yesterday that came out that was pretty shocking. Hang on one second. Okay, we're good. <laughs> it's weird. It like, looked like it stopped recording, but it didn't. Huh. Anyways, um, rumor is is that Ben Affleck might be out as Batman. I heard about that. That uh, It's weird because it came from an article, and there was like two kind of conflicting things. There was like a thing from Warner Brothers saying, like, no, we want Ben to stay our Batman as long as you know we can have him, and... At the same time, it all, the article also states that Warner Brothers is looking to phase him out to... And I I don't like what it sounds like the route they're going. Basically, essentially, what it sounds like they're going to do is they're just going to replace the character with a different... Well, they're not... Is that just going to be, like, getting a different actor to play the same character? So it's not going to be Bruce Wayne? Yeah. Is it going to be Asriel? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Are you going like, to get a 90s extreme Batman? We pretty much already did with Ben Affleck. After hearing that, I was just kind of like... that kind of Like, they were saying that uh, Justice League might be his, his last turn. That what seems like a horrible idea. No one wants to see a Batman that isn't Bruce Wayne. They've tried it how many times in the comics? I know, like... I'm just thinking, like, oh, fuck, like... <laughs> And I've been giving Warner Brothers DC like the benefit of the doubt so many times, so many times. And <laughs> I think a part of it has to do because I, I one I did like Ben Affleck's Batman, and two yeah. I love Batman in general. Yeah, that it's just like this whole idea is like turning me off. Yeah, of the DC universe. Like at that point, I'm like, well, why should I get? Invested in any of this when they can't even it seems like they can't even keep like their <laughs> biggest actors like they haven't even made a fucking Batman movie yet. Nope. And uh apparently also maybe Jared Leto may or may not be back as the, Joker. As the new Batman. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know if it's a thing where Warner Brothers wants to go younger. Maybe they didn't think it out fully. Like you look at the cast of Justice League and everybody's in like their twenties and thirties, and Ben Affleck's like fifty. Yeah. I mean, maybe that, like, in that hindsight, they didn't think about it. Like, oh, wait a minute. We want this to be, like, a 10-year-plus franchise. <laughs> you know, Ben Affleck will probably be pushing 60 by the time they, if they ever get to where Marvel's at. Mm-hmm. 
you know, that would be kind of strange, but it's like, well, maybe then you shouldn't have casted an older actor, but it's like more of those things where it's like, to me, it's like, well, you made your bed, lay in it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, you can't, it's a, it just doesn't seem like, well, this all could be rumors, but it I could, yeah, really it hope that that's not what they're going for. Like the whole idea of them doing the Batman movie and it not being Bruce Wayne just does not interest me <laughs> yeah. at all. Uh, it just seems retarded. It'd be like, hey, let's do uh, Iron Man without Tony Stark. Yeah, it's it's that weird little Superman kid. without Clark Kent. <laughs> from the third one. Yeah, I just it just doesn't do it for me. It's just no interest. Yeah, Venom without Spider Man. Oh, oh wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, <laughs> not that. Um, there's wait. also stuff coming out saying that the they're planning on doing a. Uh, Harley Quinn versus Joker movie, which I'm like, what? I don't know. Yeah, I'm confused by that too, but I just keep like every time they announce a new movie, they've announced more movies than they've actually made. And then, yeah, they've announced How's that Flash movie doing, by the way. <laughs> they've announced more movies than they've even had successful movies. Yeah, how many? Well, I mean, um, technically, BVS and Suicide Squad were financially successes. successful, yeah. yeah, for the most part. They definitely weren't, you know, bald, you know, knock it out of the park successes. But, like, I just fucking work, concentrate on one thing. Yeah. Like, I've never, I'm, like, one of those people that, like, I do better if I'm focused kind of on, like, one or two things as opposed to six or seven different things. Yeah, Warner Brothers definitely has some uh, ADHD problems with their uh, DC properties. It's just going to, I think it's just going to create more of a mess. Like, okay, we got... Got Wonder Woman. It was a good movie. Yeah. Um, we don't have a Flash movie. And they're saying that the the reshoots for Justice League might be more extensive than previously initiated, Ooh. which is cause for concern because that comes out in November. Yeah. November. So a couple we're, months away. Yeah. We're in July. Four months away. Yeah. And they had originally it was going to be five weeks, but it might be more than that now. So one quarter away. Man, they're really yeesh. That's scary. Not only that, like it's gonna be bizarre. Like the tone of the film is gonna be a weird mashup of Joss Whedon and Zack Snyder. Mm-hmm. So like, it seemed quippy in the trailers before. How much more quippy is it gonna be now? I don't Are know. Are parademons gonna be throwing out quips at people? Like, <laughs> is they're gonna talk in their lung, their language that's gonna have a subtitle of yep. quips? <laughs> it's. Weird, like it's just it's weird when you look at like what's happening in the DC film wise, like not even the films, but just studio wise. And you look over, and Marvel is just this fucking fine tuned machine. They're like, yeah, we got this. And the thing is, is Marvel. I mean, unless I mean, today is uh, recording this Saturday. Today is like the big movie presentations at San Diego Comic Con, so mm-hmm. that could change. But like, Marvel. Will announce a block of movies, and for more or less, they stick to that. Yeah, they definitely stick to it. They a don't plan. just keep announcing like, "Oh, and we're going to be doing this, yep. and we're going to be doing that." Like it all fits nicely into a into a plan. Like, yeah, it was like four or like not four years ago. It was probably like two or three years ago when they initially announced like everything for Phase Two and Phase Three, mm-hmm. and they still haven't announced anything for Phase Four yet. Well, I mean, uh, 
even if the, if there's going to be a phase four, who knows? Maybe they're going to reboot everything. I don't know. Like uh, Marvel, that's their what I love about them, and at the same time, it's what I don't like about them because like their movies are so polished that at this point they're they seem formulaic to me. In some aspects, yeah. Like, um, I mean, like Spider Man, for instance, a very enjoyable movie. But in a lot of ways, it's extremely similar to the last like four or five movies they've made with a different uh, like subgenre attachment on it, which seems to be what they're going for. And it seems to work really well, although there was a really big drop off in Spider-Man's uh, box office after the first weekend. Yeah. Although I don't know. That's not necessarily the movie's fault so much as the well, uh, franchise, you know, the. I actually intellectual properties fault, perhaps read a little bit more into that because I know a lot of people might have been hitting the panic button on that Mm -hmm. because I had read the article that I think was originally posted on our page. Um, I don't know what's posted on our page half the time, Hmm. Uh, but it it said how like, oh, this is a sign that that people are getting weary of superhero movies that even like the people are waiting for people to. Um, And then I read another article, which was the same website, which was funny. It was both. I think they were both from Forbes. They're both, you know, Forbes, they just go for clicks, Um, just like every other. The other one I read was like, you know, the drop is on par with uh, Spider-Man 2. It it was an expected drop. It wasn't anything monumental. It it didn't shock them or anything. Like, we've seen the same drops in other movies during the second week. So it doesn't take away the fact that these movies are fucking juggernauts. Yeah. That just demolished the box office. Well, I mean, office. people I think call, a lot of- like, the Thor movies disappointments. They all made tons of money. And I mean, like, Avengers 2, they called it a disappointment because it didn't make under a billion. Like, yeah, it made tons of money. And like, some people call Ant-Man a disappointment. Yeah. Like, now it's like, if, if so the movies keep making more, more, more money. So if a movie makes what would have been considered a lot of money four or five years ago, at that point now, it's all suddenly because it didn't make what the Avengers made. Mm-hmm. It's considered a flop. Which is, you yeah. You got to take into context the character and how well the characters know. The Avengers, that's expected to make X amount of money. So yes. if it doesn't reach a certain point, yeah, it's a disappointment. But a movie like an Ant-Man or a Doctor Strange with or Guardians of the Galaxy too, With like, relatively unknown uh, properties. Right. The bar shouldn't be expected to be as high as a Captain America or Avengers or Iron Man or anything like that. But Comic-Con, uh, we just, I just mentioned Comic-Con was out and I was just looking and they, uh, Marvel released a new poster for Thor Ragnarok. Ooh, let's see it. Um, and Marvel gets a lot of flag for their posters, but this is a, this is a pretty sweet one. I like it. Yeah. Let me, let me take a quick look at it. Oh, it's really man. awesome. Yeah, that's bitchin'. Wow. It has the, uh, it looks like the realms there. The, uh, oh, that's super cool. You know what I love about this movie? What? It's just so colorful. Yeah. They're like, like they're almost, I've, I've read oh, the director almost approached it as a soft reboot for Thor. Which is good. It needed it. They needed to do something uh, drastic and different to get people's attention. Like, you know, they went for lots of like comedy, you know, c- comedic, you know, comic relief with like Cat Dennings and the second one and people just weren't that interested. Mm-hmm. I was interested, but maybe just because it was Cat Dennings. But uh <laughs> I don't know, like when I heard the director saying that the movie would have a space opera theme, I was like, "Wow, that's really ballsy." Yeah, and it also uh uh, didn't he say also too? It was going to have like a big trouble in Little China. Yeah, yeah. He said, it, yeah, he wanted it to be eighties themed, and you could tell instantly by the uh, 
Well, just by the logo for the film. Which yeah. is like classic 80s uh, sci-fi oh, I love fantasy. How the, when it, uh, in the trailer, how the logo like shoots towards the screen. Uh-huh. And like, oh, it's so awesome. I mean, you can tell. I'm pretty sure he feels a little more comfortable doing that after Guardians came out and became such a huge success. He was like, well, you know, we can go in a direction that previously would have been considered too risky and uh, still bank on it, you mm-hmm. know, possibly. So I, I'm, kudos to them for going for something different. Um, interesting fact. Uh, the director, uh, I believe his name is Taka Wakiti. He actually, uh, did you see Green Lantern? No. Oh, okay. Well, the, I'm sure <laughs> people listening to the show might have seen it. Someone's seen it. He actually played uh, Ryan Reynolds' friend in the Green Lantern movie. Uh-oh. He, it actually was, it was in the trailer. The part where Ryan Reynolds like sh- makes the suit appear in front of the guy. Mm-hmm. Th- that's the director of, oh, of okay. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Huh, that's funny. Yeah, weird. Huh? Um. So D two three was last week, and mm-hmm. before we get into the more of the Marvel stuff, because there's a lot of that to talk about, um, D two three is is I'm almost considered it's kind of like a warm up, yeah, to San Diego Comic Con. Um, they showed uh, they announced Incredibles two. They uh, oh yeah, sh- they showed a preview for well, it wasn't technically a preview, but John Farrow like showed like what was basically like he did the opening scene of Lion King. Like his live action version that he's doing, it was like a shot for shot remake, basically of the opening of the movie. Yeah. And from what I saw, people were saying like it just looked fucking incredible. Ooh. Like they said, it looked like actual animals, like doing all this stuff. And uh, I was like, okay, well, that's probably going to be pretty fucking impressive and make a lot of money. And Hugh Jackman is apparently going to be playing Scar. Yeah. Which I was kind of disappointed. I was like, why don't you just fucking get Jeremy Irons again? Oh, yeah. Because they got uh, James Earl Jones to do Mufasa again. Oh, man. That, I'm very happy about that. <laughs> so it's like, I mean, if you want to get really picky here, like technically, I'm pretty sure everybody from that cast is still alive. Yeah. Um, is that the only person you couldn't get is Jonathan Taylor Thomas because he had puberty. <laughs> so you, you couldn't do that. But everybody else, I'm Hey, pretty, guys, it's me, Simba. Heck, you know, you can even go one step further and get him to play the, the older Simba. Yeah. But, you know, I digress. Anywho, um, they did show um, a little, no Star Wars trailer, which I'm okay with. Mm-hmm. But they did show a really neat behind-the-scenes featurette. Mm-hmm. They got me pretty fucking amped. Lots of uh, animatronic aliens. Which, that's what we want. Yeah. And then, like, we're going to take it in a shocking new direction that is in no way like Empire Strikes Back at all. We promise. Wink. And then they show uh, the, the ground assault that's happening against the ATSD walkers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm getting some mixed signals here. They showed Billy Lord. I was happy. I hear that she has a more prominent role in this film. I hope that's the case. I think, yeah, I, I would say, and I'm hoping, you know, I'm hoping there's some surprises. Mm-hmm. They're saying, you know, it's going to take some twists that you're not going to expect. Um, Luke was a ghost the entire time. <laughs> um, and we're running. Uh, <laughs> um, the one thing that I hope they keep staying true with this movie that they did with the last one, I think, pretty sure I've said this before. But they did a really good job of just, like, keeping everything under wraps. Yeah. Like, you didn't really know what it was about, who these... Uh, granted, you know a little bit more now, you know, who the characters are and, and stuff like that. Well, I should hope so. They made a movie. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, keeping the plot as a general, you know, 
secret. Yeah, something that they haven't done for the Marvel films at all. No, Spider-Man Homecoming, I think, is probably the, the most guilty of that. Yes. Um, granted, there are still a couple surprises in that. Uh, Age of Ultron was another one where... Uh, it kind of gave you a beat for beat. Yeah, and they showed most of the best uh, action scenes in the film, in the trailers, like the uh, Hulkbuster versus mm-hmm. Hulk fight, which is probably the most memorable scene in the whole movie. I hope they keep the Thor trailers a bit more vague, like the first one was. Yeah. Cause, uh, and same thing with like the Black Panther. Like Those are good. You don't have to like give us everything. Like I understand you want to get people excited, but... You don't we're need to anymore. We're so past the point of... Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to be sold on watching a Marvel film. No, it's it's weird. Like, yeah, like we pretty much come to that point where it's like it's a Marvel movie. People are going to go see it in tropes. Like, yeah. You know, I don't, you know, whatever. But I'm excited for this new chapter of the Star Wars movies. Uh, do you think Do you think they'll kill Luke? Do you think... Or do you think he'll make it out to the third one? Um... Flip a coin, really. I mean, uh, they've revealed so... He hasn't even said anything yet. Who knows? You know, like, uh, his first words could be like, I'm dying or something. But no, uh, I don't know if they'll... I think they'll kill him eventually. I don't think they'll kill him. Or I think it's a distinct possibility that they won't kill him in this one. Um, there's also been a lot of talk of, like, how they're going to handle Carrie Fisher. Do they? Are they going to somehow try to work? In like a way of her dying in the movie, or <laughs> that'd be pretty you, funny. I mean, because it's because I remember when it first happened. I think I mentioned it on here. Like, I thought about it. And I was like, oh man, that kind of sucks. And like, it hit me. I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, she's Kylo Ren's mom. This isn't just like a character you can just kind of yeah. push to the side and be like, oh, they're doing something off camera, or they're just not there. Like, it's kind of a big deal. Like, I don't they're, know. They're gonna blow up her ship that she's on. You think so? They might. That'd be one way to do it. I know that's what a lot of people have theorized. Like. Something like that will happen. Or they could make a creepy CG Tarkin clone of her. Like, well, they already uh, did that. Yeah, that's They've true. already said they won't do that, though. Well, that's good. I I do think that'd be kind of a... I don't know. What's, like, the timestamp on that? On, like, making a CGI representation of a character, of an actor that's dead? Um, Good question. They, yeah, for Paul Walker, it's not long at all. No. Of course, his, his was pretty horrifying looking. Even was from... That? Yeah, I don't know. It's just... There was nothing behind the eyes, if you know what I mean. It was, it was That's the, the hardest part. Yeah, it was like uh, Tarkin's was good, but I, he was kind of a soulless character in the first place. You know, yeah. like he's supposed to look sinister and imposing. Yeah. But like the CG uh, Kurt Russell, he didn't look scary. Well, I mean, he, he looked, did look he scary. Looked, yeah, that one looked off to he me. He didn't look like, like I wasn't like, I don't know. He was, I laughed when I saw him. Like I wasn't like, uh, you know. Yeah, I think that was generally actually like, I think when I even when I saw the movie, like most people laughed, like yeah. it was like, oh my gosh, like it looked that bad. Were that like horrifying? It just looked <laughs> weird. Um, the Michael Douglas looks really good. Yeah, of course these are actors that are still alive. Yeah, st- and they can still work off of. And he wasn't made faces. as young as uh, Kurt Russell was made in uh, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Robert Downey Jr. in uh, Civil War. It looked, looked, it looked weird. It looked weird. Like, because he didn't look like he actually looked when he was young. He was it, he, he had like all that puppy fat when he was young yeah. that, that age. He uh, probably from all the alcohol. He looked a lot better further away than he did when he got like up close. Yeah, I think they did. That was um, more well done than uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two. But again, it's less age regression than uh, Kurt Russell's. Who knows? Um, are you ready for for round three? 
of Star Wars Mania this upcoming oh, holiday season. I'm, I'm stocking up on my Star Wars oranges as we speak. Did they have those for Rogue One? I don't know. I feel like things were a little toned down. Yeah, but I, I don't remember seeing any uh, Rogue One water. You, but I mean, you see that for pretty much every major. Like mm-hmm. I've seen like Transformers. I've seen cars. Yeah, I, I, I've just seen like cars a, before too. I'm not. I'm not proud of it. Like uh, at the at my work, like they had like packs of water with the movie Cars on yeah, it. Yeah, I mean stuff it makes like sense because that's just marketing for kids to put in their lunches and stuff for yeah. school. I mean, if Star Wars for some reason gets more of a rap for it than most. Well, the marketing blitz was fucking. I mean, I remember going to like four stores in a day one time when I was Christmas shopping, and like, there one of them was Michaels, and like one was like a clothing store. You can't escape it. Yeah, there was. I mean, like there was there was just Star Wars merchandise everywhere. The Michaels one surprised me. I'm not gonna lie. They had like uh, Star Wars like arts and crafts. Yeah, they sure did. I know. I know. I've seen it. Star Wars nativity scenes. You know. Oh, that's a great idea. Star Wars is a juggernaut. There is no, I mean, it's the marketing is. It's, I think it's, it's like Marvel, you know, you don't need to do all that to sell people on the movie. People are going to go see it. Yeah. Like if, if Force Awakens is proof of that alone, like everyone was so burnt by the prequels mm-hmm. and they put out a new movie and granted it was like a different creative force. There's a lot of different circumstances, but I still maintain, even if George Lucas had done it, and it was Lucasfilm. I still, people still would have fucking flocked. Yeah, I still would have made a lot of Everybody money. still would have went. Uh, I think it's in much more better and capable hands. <laughs> yes, now, I agree. Uh, with the director, which you'd ask me off air who that director is. And now I'm going to is it George Lucas? look it up. It is. It's George Lucas. <laughs> Surprisingly, um, while I'm looking this up, there was real no update on uh, the status of the Han Solo movie. I'm not too excited for the Han Solo movie. I just don't really... I'm not that interested in seeing a Han Solo that isn't Harrison Ford. Me neither. Um, It's weird. I kind of said the same thing, though, too, about, like, Rogue One. Granted, these weren't, like, beloved characters, but I was just kind of like, I don't really... It was like, I was like, I don't really need this movie. No. And then I saw it, and I was like, okay, you know what? It was pretty good. I'm (laughs) okay The ending was my favorite part. Where, um... It was all a, a dream. Yes. <laughs> it's all a dream that George Lucas had, but he forgot to write it down, so he accidentally made uh, episode one instead. Um, the director for uh, Star Wars Episode Eight, Ryan Johnson, he did some episodes of Breaking Bad. He did Looper. Um, Looper? Then, yeah. That movie sucked. You didn't like Looper? No. I liked it. I, I thought it was fine. No! <laughs> And then a bunch of other movies that I've never I've Wait, never what was seen. Looper? That was the one with Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Bruce Willis. Yeah. Oh, no, that movie wasn't horrible. I was thinking of... Um, yeah, the movie's all right. I was thinking of the one with... Uh, the one that was filmed in Ann Arbor where the, the guy could teleport and Samuel L. Jackson was after oh, him with silver hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jumper? Jumper, I that think was that's what it was. Yeah. That movie sucked. Um, Looper wasn't bad. The other stuff I don't recognize. There's like, I still don't understand why... A young Bruce Willis is Jorson Gorbin Levitt, though. Well, you know, <laughs> like you know, everybody knows what uh, he young looked, Bruce yeah, Willis looked like, and he looked like a young Bruce Willis. That's kind of the same thing, like with the Han Solo thing. Is like we know what a young Harrison yeah. Ford looked like. Why can't they just make it a creepy CG Harrison Ford? I'm pretty sure that in his contract, <laughs> it was for Episode Seven, was that Han Solo dies, and I am done with these fucking movies. Yeah. 
He never seemed that interested in the Star Wars films. Um, they actually, uh, in an interview, that somebody had asked Mark Hamill if there were going to be any interest in doing a young Luke Skywalker movie. And he was just like, that would be really boring because it would just be him on a farm. <laughs> yeah, really? I mean, wasn't the original Star Wars movies kind of the young Luke Skywalker story? Uh, yeah, like, like he was uh, 19 years old. How much what's younger? He gonna, yeah, he's going to shoot Womp Rats or whatever they're called. and Just two hours of him murdering animals. I mean, they could show like what... You know, post, uh, like post Jedi. Return of the Jedi, yeah, and like, but I don't know. I think that would just be depressing. Yeah, I had no interest in that. No, you know, it's it's always worried me a bit much with them. Like, it's weird to say, but franchising out Star Wars, like mm-hmm. not going deviating from the initial story and doing these spinoffs, like it just. Rogue One, it proved to be a, a decent movie, and I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Han Solo, I don't really have much interest in, and I don't really know if I have any interest in like a Boba Fett movie that they've talked Boba about. Boba Fett, already. I would be more interested in than a young Han Solo movie because it's a character that hasn't been fleshed out. Yeah, and uh, it's you know, there's it's a guy in a mask, so you don't have an iconic face. Like it, it, the unless he's the clone, that's true. <laughs> but like, you don't have. Um, you know, it's not like Harrison Ford. There's not, I mean, there's a voice, the voice that said like, what, two lines, two or three lines mm-hmm. besides, ah, I'm falling into a Sarlacc pit. No. He's no good to me, yep. dead. There's that. And, uh, wait, was that it? Uh, as you wish. Oh yeah. There yeah. you go. I think that was, uh, might've been most of his lines in the yeah, movies. He was mainly there. It was his you know, screen presence that made the character. It wasn't any lines that he delivered or anything I particularly did. Um, let me let me check my phone real quick, see if there's any late-breaking Comic-Con news before... Did they ever explain what happened to all those fucking clones? No. I don't, <laughs> I don't think it needs to be explained. Um, they all fell into a Sarlacc pit? Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, uh, aside from Star Wars, there was also a huge Marvel panel. Um, first of all, they revealed the Black Order or the Children of Thanos, hmm. um, which people got really excited about. Um, they look really awesome. Yeah, I haven't seen them. Oh, really? No. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Somebody doesn't follow us on Facebook. No. <laughs> Every time I try to click on something, it's through my phone, and my phone just takes me to like the media footprint thingy page where it just shows like how many likes you've gotten this week and such and such. Here you go. Yeah, there's a couple pictures you can scroll. No, I don't like it. And look at them. There's also a new uh, Thanos has some new clothes on. Who's the guy on the right? I, I don't know which one. They all have, they're all, they all have names. I'm not overly familiar with the characters. There's one that's called like, um, Corvus Day. Yep. And Corvus Glaive, Proxima Midnight, Midnight, Thanos, Ebony, Maw. You sound like Burning Angel porn stars. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thank you. There's one that's named Black Dwarf, but yeah. they changed the name. They've changed the name. Yeah. Oh, can't can't have that in a Christian. Can't say dwarf or black. <laughs> <laughs> but they look well, really fuck, cool. Why you can't say dwarf? It's the it's a classification of a fucking uh, star for crying out loud. Um, 
but they look really awesome. Yeah. And it, it excites me in ways. <laughs> and, uh, because maybe now we'll actually get like the Avengers actually fighting somebody as opposed to fighting just like a fucking faceless army. Yeah. You know, like in Ultron and in uh, the first Avengers movie. Like, okay, we actually got some baddies to. And did you like that Infinity Gauntlet, by the yeah. way? Yeah. Uh, Josh Brolin brought that out. The thing was did fun. he use it? No, yes, he did. <laughs> D23 was wiped off the planet. Uh, it's actually like really big. Like he had to hold it up with like two hands. That's awesome. Um, and dude, side note, Brolin is fucking jacked. Yeah. Like he it. looks phenomenal. <laughs> I can't wait to see him as Cable. So good. Uh, and they brought tons of people from the cast out. They brought uh, Robert Downey Jr., Chris Hemsworth, Benedict. Come on, your snatch. <laughs> um, Tom Holland, uh, Dave Batista, the girl that plays Nebula, the girl that played Mantis. I can't remember either of their names. I remember um, they were both very attractive. Yeah, tons of people came. Like the stage was fucking full, and it wasn't even the entire cast. Chris Evans? No, Chris Evans. No, um, no Scarlett Johansson. Uh, Anthony Mackie was there though. Uh, I wonder if they're uh, Don f- Cheadle. I wonder if they're... Oh, great. Don Cheadle's there. Uh, Paul Bettany, Elizabeth Olsen. Ooh. Um, is Chris Evans filming something right now? I don't know. Um, there will... This happened last weekend, and that Friday or Thursday, I believe, they had just wrapped on Infinity War. Oh, wow. And then Monday, they were to begin filming Avengers 4. Jeez Louise. Yeah. It, they, I remember them saying that it was going to be a year-long... Uh, process. Um, but that wasn't all that was revealed. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> they also uh revealed a, a teaser trailer. Apparently, this thing was like five minutes long. That's quite the teaser. Um, and obviously they have not released it to the public. We don't know if they will. There, people in San Diego tonight are probably going to get the same one. Mm-hmm. I still don't think it's going to be released online, which that'll. Bring up my next question after this. But Jeff here doesn't know about the tr- description. Uh-oh. So I'm going to read it to him so we can get his live <laughs> reactions. Oh, God, he's crying. <laughs> Footage begins with Thor crashing into the windshield of the Guardians of the Galaxy's Milano ship. <laughs> Off to a great start. Yep, yep. And Thor always getting hit by shit. Yeah. Because he got <laughs> in his first movie. Uh, Rocket reacting to him like he's a bug on a windshield. They bring Thor into the ship. Mantis wakes him up, and Thor asks, who the hell are you guys? Some great dialogue right there. Uh, Thor is heard saying, something is very wrong, and shots include a distraught-looking Loki holding up the Tesseract, Peter Parker on a school bus with the hair on his arm standing up, maybe an indication of Spider-Sense, and Iron Man standing with the Guardians. Uh, uh, There's a quote of Thanos, Thanos saying, FUD isn't really something one considers when balancing the universe. Uh, but this does put a smile on my face. <laughs> Quick shots of then seeing our Star-Lord and Doctor Strange teaming up, including uh, Doctor Strange making his projection, his uh, discs, uh-huh. and Star-Lord using those to jump off. Uh, the armored Spidey suit, spoiler Ooh. alert, that we were teased at the end of uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, Winter Soldier and Black Panther are seen along with what appears to be Does he have a, oh, an yeah. imprisoned vision. Wow. Uh, fighting off an army in Wakanda. Huh. An unmasked Captain America with noticeably longer hair and a beard. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, Iron Man back in what looks like the Hulkbuster armor, Black Widow with blonde hair, and things crescendo with a shot of Thanos using the Infinity Gauntlet, literally th- breaking apart a planet and or moon, the Earth's moon, and throwing it at the heroes. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. That, like, I read that and I was just like, I fucking can't even handle yeah. this right now. Like... You literally cannot even. I literally cannot even, whatever um, that means. (laughs) When he says uh, balancing the universe, it sounds like he's referencing uh, eliminating 50% of the all sentient life in the universe Mm -hmm. like he did in the Infinity Gauntlet comic. Um, And uh, yeah, I'm fucking, oh my God, my body is ready. (laughs) And like, just like the idea of like getting all these like crazy team ups Mm -hmm. of like, you know. Doctor Strange and Spider-Man or uh, Peter Quill and Doctor Strange. Yeah. There's a, I mean, if this is as good as it sounds, I mean, I don't see how they could top it. They can't. No, (laughs) there's no (laughs) way. This is, this is their, yeah. Like I've always told myself that even though I know the, the MCU is going to continue on after this, Mm -hmm. I don't think I'd be upset if it just ended after these two movies. Yeah, I agree. Like, um, Ending on a high note. If it's as good as it sounds, if they pull it off right, it would just be like all of my nerd dreams come true, and I would not, you know. And if if this movie has to be, <gasps> bless you. <laughs> if this movie has to be like three hours long, Make I'm okay with nine that. hours long. Nine hours. Put toilet seats in the theater seats. Um. And, like, after they show this trailer is when they brought, like, everybody out. It pretty much sounds like just about everybody was there except for Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson, uh, Chris Pratt, and pretty much the rest of the Guardians. Hmm. Batista was the only they one all, there. They all died during the filming. <laughs> I think Chris Pratt was probably finishing up Jurassic World. Yeah. Which is weird because then he has to go back. I guess he has to go back and still do more for... Avengers 4. Busy man. He's spending... How old is he now? 40? Chris Evans or Chris... Uh, Pratt. Pratt. Both of them. Both of them are probably mid-30s, mid to late 30s. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure Chris I Evans I mean, Robert Downey Jr. is like 52. Yeah. Chris Evans, I think, is 40. They're pushing it pretty close Let's to Let's take it. a look. <laughs> Thank God we have smartphones. But, like, after they released this footage, I just thought to myself, I'm like, well, how the fuck are they going to top this? Yeah. For San Diego Comic-Con, like, because that's kind of the big thing. Like, everybody wants to do their big reveals and and wants to get people talking, like. And squawking. So, I mean, granted, I'm sure people would be pretty happy if they saw that footage. Yeah. We're just going to show the whole damn movie. Here we go. (laughs) But I feel like you kind of need to give them, like, a little, just a little something extra. Like, um. I would be happy if we got a reveal of what Captain Marvel's costume will look like. Mm-hmm. Because um, that movie is like one of their next big uh, tent poles. <laughs> or maybe some <laughs> concept art for Ant-Man and the Wasp, because that's going to start filming soon. Yeah. Chris Evans is 36 years old, by the way. What? He's younger than I thought. Yep. He's been making movies. Chris like, Hemsworth is only 33 years old. Jesus wow, Christ. Wow, we are doing nothing with our lives. Nope. <laughs> Chris Pratt is 38. Chris uh, Pratt's that much older. Yeah. Huh. Go figure. Um, but I would like to see some something like that. Like, you know, and there, I guess there are talks that we are going to get another Thor Ragnarok trailer tonight. Cool. Which. 
Hopefully it doesn't release much. It'll make me release much. Yeah, my sperm. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, but yeah, I, I couldn't sleep for six days after reading all that. <laughs> he had to be uh, institutionalized. Yep. I'm just, I'm like, what a, what a time to live. Yeah. Like, if reading a trailer description gets me that amped. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, it's amazing how much, like, you know, just, it's just, I know we've said it before, it's just such a good time to be a uh, comic book, you know, culture junkie, and it's amazing how much the whole comic book culture has progressed, and how mainstream it is right now. It's an entire film genre now, which is insane to me. And that's kind of like, what I, I wonder, you know, like, um, this all happens... Where do you go from here? Uh, like down. all these, all these, <laughs> all these movies have been building and building and building to Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Once it all happens, and granted, we're going to lose some people uh, with contracts and whatnot. Yes. Um, where does Marvel go from there? Do you you keep pushing forward with you know your new heads of the franchise like Spider Man, Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, uh, while keeping some of the old guards in like Hulk, maybe Thor? I could see Chris Hemsworth staying on. Yeah, I could see um, it too. I wonder if they're going to kill off Captain America. You know, here's the thing. I've seen a lot of people saying like, "Oh, you know, they need to kill off Cap or, or Iron Man, like one of them, like cuz their contracts are ending and that would be, you know, the best ways for their story to end." I'm like, "Why does their story have to end with them dying? Why can't they just be like, "You I, know what? I don't want to do this anymore. I think I'm done." Well, see you guys. Captain America dying was one of the most pivotal uh Events in modern comics. True. When it comes to other characters, I could see your argument, but I think um, the death of, of the dream would be an excellent. Uh, um, I'm, I was actually a little disappointed that they. Well, I guess I knew that they wouldn't. I think it was revealed by then that he would be in Infinity War, but the fact that you know Cap didn't die, nobody died in uh, Civil War. Yeah, it was a, it was a bit of a disappointment for me. Um, I mean, as far as people, I mean. I wonder, too, like, let's say for argument's sake that Robert Downey Jr. at this point, he's like, I'm, after this Avengers 4, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Do you kill him off or do you say, you know what, let's not kill him off. Let's have him just kind of ride off in the sunset because what if he changes his mind? Yeah, that's well, I'm pretty sure that's what they're thinking. You know, I, I, I don't know if that's if they are going to be ballsy enough to kill an Iron Man or a Captain America. I could see them killing like a war machine. <laughs> I would have thought so, too, until I watched uh, Civil War. You know, uh, of all the characters, I feel like I could see him dying the most. Yes. Because. He's black. <laughs> Son of a bitch, <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. You set yourself up for I that. did, I did. <laughs> uh, just because, but like. No, he's just, yeah. He's, he's just kind of there. He's always just kind of been there. He's Yeah, he's a second stringer Avenger. I think there's still plenty more for. I'm glad Tony's not here to uh, scream at me right now for calling him a second stringer Avenger. <laughs> I think there's plenty more still for Falcon to do. Yeah. Um, Falcon, he's only gotten better. Uh, War Machine is, he's just been War Machine since he first showed up. Yeah. He's always just kind of been that guy telling, going to Tony Stark, hey, don't do this. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to do it anyway. Um, Oh, he did it. And another interesting thought I had is what if they did do, like, they did kill Captain America. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And he's a zombie, and they just turn into Marvel zombies. Yes. And then they could turn that into... I, I think between the two, Bucky and Falcon, I'm pretty sure Bucky has been set up more so to be the next capped. Yes. Over Falcon. I agree. Um, I could see them doing like a Captain America 4, and they could even call it Death of a Dream. Yeah. And having, you know, Winter Soldier kind of pick up the, working on picking up the mantle and dealing with. How old is he? Filling the shoes. Um, <laughs> good thing I didn't close that window. Yeah. I wonder if they'll use He is a, 34 years old. Okay. So he's he about has, the same age. He, when he signed on, he signed on for a nine picture deal. Wow. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> he basically signed. Here's my coffin. career. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's been in three now. He's great. He's, you know, whenever I see him in interviews, he just seems like a really funny guy. I don't know. I think he'd be great as uh, a Bucky Cap. Yeah. I didn't hate Bucky Cap as much as I thought I would in the comics. I think he would be, if they were to kill him off, he'd be the best choice. No, I wouldn't be opposed to Falcon, but I just think even in the comics when they when they had him become it Captain It seems Man, like too busy with like the, st- the wings yeah. and the shield. He still kind of stayed Falcon. Like, yeah, and like his outfit was just the Falcon outfit with a red, white, and blue paint Yeah, job. like if, if you want to be if you want him to be Captain America, just have him be Captain America. You don't have to like do this weird mishmash of the two costumes that I just never really they I felt don't know, worked. It, yeah, no one thinks of him as Captain America. Bucky worked because they had just reintroduced him and he was a nineteen forties property. And not to mention, he put the mask on, and yeah, he had his own kind of. It was still a Captain America costume. Yeah, it was a mantle. It was a lot like you know what they did with uh, Batman whenever yeah. anyone replaced him. I would hate to see Captain America die in the movies. Uh, he's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, he's he will you know me. He's um, my favorite. But if it was done well, I think that's uh, how I'd like to see him sent off, like dying, uh, saving the planet, or something, or heroically. Yeah, a heroic send off. That's or, the only way you do it. Or just getting his neck snapped by being bitch slapped by Thanos, like <laughs> like in the comic. <laughs> um, that's another thing I wonder, too. Like, for those that may not have be familiar with Infinity War, um, if I'm not mistaken, there is a p- parts in the book where Thanos pretty much does kill everybody. Yeah. And he's um, pretty much bored, so he just brings everybody back. Like, uh, what happens in the comic is... Uh, he uh, he did bring some of them back, I believe, but like um, uh, he loses the gauntlet, and of course, since the gauntlet is you know gives you ultimate power, oh, we'll just bring all the guys who got killed back. It was a bit of a cop out, really, but they killed off the vast majority of the uh, Marvel Universe roster when he fought Thanos. When they fought Thanos, so I guess it would have you know been a little rough to keep everyone who died dead. Would that be a, a route for Marvel to go? Like, hey, let's just kill everybody in the movie. The general public won't know. Yeah, that, that's, that's probably what they're going to go with. Um, and then we can just bring them all back towards the end. Yep. Zero consequences. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, they died in gruesome ways, too. Didn't Cyclops get, like, a weird, like, cube put over his yeah, head? Yeah, and he suffocated. Uh, let me think. Spider-Man uh, got his head crushed in with a rock by Thanos' girlfriend. You reminded me of other parts that were in the trailer that weren't in the description I read you. Um, Uh Apparently, there is a scene where Thanos has Thor's head in his hand. Really? Like he's going to crush it like a grape. Oh, man. Uh, There's also a scene with a very bloody Tony Stark and Peter Parker on the ground. Uh, Peter's on his back telling Tony that he's sorry. People saying like it looks like, you know, Spider-Man's like seriously hurt or Mm -hmm. dying or something like that. Um, So that's that then. 
<laughs> this could be a tearjerker. Don't, uh, but don't get too invested in the deaths if they happen. Because yeah, they just turn all around. Yeah, they'd turn the beat around. Uh, and you know, I beg the question: If Thanos blows up a moon, that's really going to fuck up the tide. Oh yeah, I mean, if he blows up the moon, that would not only affect the tide; it would probably affect our orbit. Yeah, it would affect our orbit, and mm-hmm. it would affect uh, the access for the Earth. We wouldn't have seasons anymore, like we did. All kinds of fun stuff. Go Thanos. Yeah, and that's just not even counting the chunks of the moon that are going to fly into the Earth and fuck everything up. Um, pretty excited to see that Loki's going to be in the movie, too. Yeah. Could be his last hurrah. It, we keep thinking that. It's true. He keeps faking <laughs> us out. That's the one thing, though, that the only bad part I maintain about these films is when you have something like this, like, okay, we have Thor coming out. So, okay, we've gotten confirmation that Thor's going to be in... Infinity War mm-hmm. and, and Loki. So the entire time you're watching the movie, you know the characters aren't going to be in any real danger. Yeah. You know, you know, Hulk's, you know, they're going to be That's fine. That's the uh, downside of a uh, extended C- universe. Cinematic, yeah, cinematic universe. universe. You know through the timeline, as long as it's not too messed up, that uh, certain characters are going to be A-OK. Of course, you could figure that out by the fact, you know, well, these characters are A-listers. They're not the ones who are going to get killed. You can pretty much assume that everyone's going to be OK for the most part, but this is the one where they might turn that around. Um, there's also uh, some people that were in, in seeing it that were actually kind of upset. Yeah. Because they kind of feel the beginning of it because it starts off with Thor, like, floating in space and, mm-hmm. you know, hitting... They're like, okay, well, that tells us that things probably don't end too well for him in uh, Ragnarok. Well, the movie's fucking called Ragnarok. <laughs> it's about the destruction or, of Asgard. Uh, the Japanese title. Oh, yeah. The Mighty <laughs> Thor Battle Royale. I'm like, fuck, I want that title. I know. Um, Ragnarok was, um, was it J. Michael Straczynski who wrote it? It was, it was a really big Thor event. Yeah. It was basically a hard reboot or a soft reboot for uh, Thor's, you know, for Thor. It's insane. It's insanity. Um, I'm hoping we get more stuff here tonight, but uh, for now, I think that uh, just about covers all yeah, that. Yeah, we, we picked it apart real good. Yeah, we picked it apart nice and Got good. Got juicy little morsels. Um, don't forget to check us out every week on the Pod Bros Podcasting Network. You know, find us on Facebook, yeah. Podcast 2015, Twitter, Podcast, and Instagram. Yeah. Uh, we also have our iTunes. Please listen on there. Leave us reviews. Mm-hmm. Positive. Mostly positive. <laughs> you don't have to be honest. You can just be positive. And Google Play. Same thing. Oh, yeah. Um, next time, I'll be half Tony, and we're going to talk about San Diego Comic-Con. I'm actually looking at my phone right now. It looks like they just released a new Justice League trailer. Oh, shit. So I'm going to go watch that. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Mike. And I'm Jeff. Bye.